listening and reflecting on what your coworker or your sister are experiencing is the most useful thing you can do. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. I'm so grateful you're here in your weekly mini workshop on transformative communication. As the world is experiencing so much conflict, pain, and suffering, you and I and all of us conscious mature adults have an important role. What is that? We need to do all we can to contribute to peace at home, at work, in our families, and in our communities. Another way of saying this is that we need to be very mindful of the kinds of conflicts we are participating in and do all we can to stay away from unnecessary conflicts that involve fighting, gossiping, and toxic negative criticism. In this episode, I want to help you do just that. I want to help you stay uninvolved in conflicts between others around you. And I want to teach you how to be an agent of peace when others around you have conflicts. In this episode, you are going to learn three do's and three don'ts. Now, before we get to the episode, I'd love to hear from you about how the weekly newsletters I send you every Wednesday impact you. If you're on my mailing list, you receive a brief letter about some thought-provoking stories about communication. If you enjoy the Language Alchemy podcast, you are going to love the weekly newsletters. What I share with you in the weekly newsletters, I don't share anywhere else because these newsletters are like an invitation to my living room where we both sit on the couch, have a cup of tea and a meaningful conversation. Back in the spring, Valerie, who subscribes to the mailing list, shared how one of my newsletters inspired her to ask for a grant for an art project. And then a few months later, she wrote to me that she got the grant. See, all because of something she needed to hear or read that came directly to her inbox. If you haven't subscribed yet, go to thelanguagealchemy.com and subscribe there. Plus, if you subscribe to my newsletter, you're going to be the first one to know when my next group coaching or workshop will be. So go to languagealchemy.com and sign up for the free newsletter. And now let's talk about three do's and three don'ts when people around you are having conflicts. If you've been following me for a while, you've heard me say before that communication depends on the context. 
So for this episode, I'm going to give you two scenarios that I'm pretty sure you can relate to. The first one is that let's say that a coworker tells you he is upset with a colleague because that colleague took credit for a project that they both worked on. For the second scenario, imagine your sister shares with you that she's angry with your brother because he relies so much on your parents for childcare that when she needs childcare, your parents tell her that they're busy taking care of your brother's kids. If you could imagine these scenarios, what would you do? What do you usually do when others come and tell you they have a conflict with someone you both know? Do you take sides? Do you go into a conversation about who's right and who's wrong? Do you get pulled into the conflict? And if you do one of these things, what's the impact? Well, if you take sides, maybe the impact is that you avoid contact with a person your coworker or your sister are in conflict with. Or maybe you generate more drama, and when there's more drama, there's more pain and more confusion. Or if you go into a conversation about who's right and who's wrong, your coworker, your sister may not agree with you. And now you are the one who's in conflict with them. Now, if you do one of these things, I want to tell you that you're not the only one. So this is not about feeling badly about yourself. No, it's about raising awareness about how you are communicating and the impact your communication has. In fact, Most of us learn to communicate in one of these ways when someone shares with us that they're having a conflict with someone we both know. But of course, there are other ways of communicating that would be more helpful, more mature, and much healthier. Let's start with three don'ts or three things to be mindful to avoid. Throughout this episode, I am going to continue with the scenarios of the coworker and the sister. Let's go to don't number one. Do not stoke the fire by talking badly about the person your coworker or your sister has a conflict with. If they're frustrated and disappointed, if they feel kind of helpless, Talking badly about the other person is not going to be helpful because it will most likely contribute to your coworker or your sister feeling even more aggrieved about the situation. Not only that, stoking the fire by criticizing the other adds more pain and also burns away any possibility of making space for whatever feelings your coworker or your sister are having. They came to talk to you because they wanted to tell you about their experience. But if you go into talking badly about the person you both know, then their experience gets moved to the side. Don't number two, don't add ammunition to the fight between your coworker and your colleague or your sister and your brother by saying things like, yes, you're not the only one who sees this type of behavior from them. Or 
Right, that is well known. That also happened to me. And this issue you are describing also happened to so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. Sharing this kind of information about a similar issue that occurred in the past with the person your coworker or your sister are having conflict with is not useful. Unless, of course, and here we have to think of context again, unless what your coworker or your sister are talking about is something violent, illegal, or perpetuating great harm, such as abuse, aggression, or some kind of ism, like sexism or racism. But in the scenarios I shared with you, adding ammunition makes the conflict bigger for your co-worker and your sister. And what that means is that now they're going to relate to that conflict with more aggressive and more combative energy. Don't number three, do not give unsolicited opinions or unsolicited advice. Unless the other person asks you directly about what they could do, do not offer your opinions or your advice. When someone's upset with someone else and they share this with you, most likely they're telling you because they are the ones who want to be heard and they trust that you can hear them and understand them. So most of the time, when someone shares this kind of thing with you, they are the ones who need to talk. They need to offload something. They don't have space for more. They don't have space for your opinions or your advice. And if they have no space for your opinion, then your opinion may backfire. They may even get upset with you if they don't share your opinion. or. If you give them unsolicited advice and they have no space for that, they're not going to follow it. They will not remember it. It went through one ear and out the other. Why? There was no space to let it in. Now, what are some things that you can say and that you can do? when you are communicating with someone who shares that they're upset or they're having a conflict with someone you both interact with or you both know. Do number one, listen. If you take the letters of the word listen, L-I-S-T-E-N, and you rearrange them, you know what word you're going to get? You are going to get the word silent. So be silent and listen. Something you can do is pretend that your coworker or your friend is holding a mic when they're talking to you and you are letting them have that mic. And if at any point you'd like to say something, just limit yourself to reflecting what you've heard from them. So you can say something like, yeah, I get that you are upset. or I can sense your disappointment or whatever feelings your coworker or sister said they're having. Or maybe when you talk to them, you can tell them about their values. So, for example, you could say to your coworker, This sounds disappointing because it's important for you that all who contribute to a project are acknowledged equally. 
Or maybe you say to your sister something like, I get that you want equality with my brother when it comes to our parents. And it seems that you also want your kids to spend more time with our parents so that they get to know them well. Listening and reflecting on what your coworker or your sister are experiencing is the most useful thing you can do. Do number two, ask them questions about their intention, not their agenda. If you don't know the difference between intention and agenda, I recorded a whole podcast episode on that. It's episode 105. I will add the link of that episode in the show notes. In these scenarios examples, you could say something like, how would you like to let your coworker know that they didn't give you credit for the work you did together? Or in the sister scenario, you may say something like, what's your intention with our parents or our brother? How do you want to address this with them? Do number three. For this one, you need to have a lot of trust, confidence, and rapport with your coworker or your sister. Because what I'm going to suggest here is that you offer to role play with them before they talk to the person they're having a conflict with. You may say something like, if I were our brother, what would you say to me? Or if I were our colleague, how would you like to start a conversation? And then if they role play with you, you can check in with them and ask them, if they're open to receiving feedback so that you can let them know what what they said evoked in you. Offering someone to role play helps them say something out loud and hear their own voice saying it. It can be very beneficial because this can give them confidence or maybe as they say something out loud, they realize that they are making this conflict bigger than it is. And what they may end up saying to the colleague or the brother or the parents can be more mindful, more mature, and more helpful for all. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. Today, we talked about three don'ts and three do's when someone shares with you that they're having a conflict with someone else you both know. The three don'ts are, don't stoke the fire by talking badly about the other. Don't add ammunition by saying this dynamic is well known and it always happens. And don't give unsolicited advice or opinions. The three do's are, listen and reflect on the experience the person telling you about the conflict has. Ask questions about their intention and offer to role play with you as if they were talking to the person they're having the conflict with. I hope this episode was useful. And if it was, if you are enjoying the Language Alchemy podcast, please leave me a review wherever you are listening. If you're benefiting from the podcast, take a minute to write a sentence or two in the review and share something you like about the podcast or how the podcast has helped you in your communication. 
And if you'd like to get my newsletters and get even greater benefit right in your inbox, go to languagealchemy.com and sign up for the free weekly newsletters. I'm getting ready to offer group coaching. And when you subscribe to my newsletter, you're going to be the first one to know. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thanks to Valerie who emailed me about how the newsletter helped her get a grant. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapone. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.